All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Uh, almost forgot to pour my alcohol. What kind of shit is that? Gang, right off the bat, I'm not going to lie to you. Uncle Bobby's in a real fucked up mood. Let me tell you why. First, pouring this goddamn alcohol. You know I'm fucked up when I don't start the show with fucking alcohol. What, what is this? Now I got some fucked up ass shit on my screen. Man, shut the fuck up. Wolf, nah, I'm licking your balls. Okay. If I could describe my mood in one word, it would be real fucked up. For those of you who ever been through it, you ever just fucking wake up one day and you realize that your mom is gone? Yeah, that, that's kind of where I am. Right? And you're sitting here and you're just like, I'm such a mama's boy. I'm the youngest. And me and moms were close. Right? There was no fractured relationship here. And then you still, it's been a year. And so I still have that reflex because I always turn to moms for everything, right? She was my problem solver. And now I want to call her and be like, hey, how the fuck do I get over your death? And you're like, hey, dumbass, your mom's dead, so you can't call her. So I'm in a real fucked up ass mood. So I thought I would do a show because, uh, yeah, I figure it'd be better than me just staring at a wall and licking the wall and crying and just, yeah, keeps me busy. So, yeah, I'm going to talk to you guys instead of sitting around fucking grind. How do you like them apples? But, gang, let's jump into this shit. So, and truth be told, this guy, boy, do I look like I've been doing some crying. Look at the bags underneath those goddamn eyes. You know what this calls for? This calls for some fucking alcohol. Fucking scam calls. From Dallas, Texas, no less. Yeah, like I want to talk to someone from fucking Dallas, Texas. Back on topic. I guess I kind of needed an easy punching bag. And look look at Buddy. Look at Buddy. How can you be sad when Buddy's in your arms? So, the YouTube gods clearly wanted me to do this today. Because, gang, I needed an easy punching bag. The YouTube god said, take this, motherfucker. And it's the fuckface over at Daily... Not Daily. Uh, yeah, Daily Disciple. I've done some shows on that guy. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. He is slowly starting to climb the ranks of fuckfacedness to the likes of fuckface Frank Turret. And now let me tell you the reason why. Gang, I'm looking right at his fucked up ass face. Oh, let me turn this over. I just belch hashtag unprofessional. Let me tell you why I feel that way about this asshole. Because... And I don't say this lightly. To me, he's a predator. Because he is what it is I tell the people in my self-defense classes and privates. If a predator looked like a predator, they would never predate. I'm looking right at him. He's young. He's handsome. He's got blue eyes. He's only 23 years old, right? And I've heard him talk. He does not sound like me at all. His voice is not the least bit aggressive. He's very old shucky darn, right? He kind of has that Southern pastor thing going, self-deprecating a little bit. I don't know much. I know I love Jesus, right? He's got that going on, right? And it's, again, it's easier to stab someone from six inches than it is from 60 feet. 
It's almost like you can't get mad at this dude. Oh, but Uncle Bobby can. And I remember the last show I did on him was his fucked up ass view on jerking off all over yourself. Now, again, I just found out this little asshole is 23, but he has the self-hatred of someone who's at least 84 years old. He talked about jerking off like it was a, a like it was a sex crime. And it just hit me, gang, and I bullshit you not. Look this shit up. I've but what do you want, buddy? I think Buddy wants to say hello to his adoring public. Say hello to the Q-tip. What do you want, dude? What is that on your mouth? We're going to get that later. He wants some food, probably. Back on topic. Look this shit up. I've seen the t-shirts. They've got some fuck... Oh, you know what? Podcasters, because I just found out how I can put this... On my podcast. Podcast, I'm black, motherfuckers. Won't have the music, not just yet. But, podcasters, you can't see it. But let's see if Uncle Bobby can find it. Let's see if Uncle Bobby can find it. Uh, Just so you guys know, the, um... Again, I'm all over the place. So, my, um... People are donating to my podcast, and I can't say thank you enough. Just so you guys know, that money is going to go towards a screen that I can attach. Because right now, I've got that big-ass TV screen, and it's a little bit clunky. So, Peter, my uh, producer, showed me how it is. Like, I can talk to you guys. Podcasters, just act like I can see my fucking face. So, as I'm talking to you guys, I can split the screen. So instead of doing this ghetto style, ghetto fab style, when I when I show when I talk about a tape, the tape's sitting right there. So we can look at it together. Just so you guys know, the money that's being donated, the first purchase with that is gonna go for a screen that connects to this fucking laptop. But before I go off on another tangent, okay. So he talked about jerking off all over yourself like it was a sex crime. And it just hit me. Gang, do you know what some Christians call jerking off all over yourself? Hold on. Can I? Damn it, Jim. Okay. Can you guys see this one? Yeah. So, podcasters, there's two Christians sitting on my goddamn screen wearing a red shirt. They, it both reads, ex-masturbator. Masturbation is self-rape. Christians, I'm not going to lie to you. Go fuck yourself. Seriously, go fuck yourself. Do you have any idea how fucked up of a message, one, how fucked up of a message that is, and two, how fucked up you are if you compare masturbation to rape. Go fuck yourself. But that's the type of fucker that we're dealing with here, gang. So I thought I would do some easy punching. I'm infinitely angrier, and I'm definitely a little bit older than this guy. So Uncle Bobby thought he'd bring the fucking funk 
on Fuckface Daily Disciple. Now, the first one up, gang, is progressive Christians hate ex-LGBTQ plus stories. Now, I'm going to tell you something. It's not just progressive Christians who hate this bullshit. It's secular humanists. Get that fucking atheist label out of there. Us secular humanists can't stand these fucked up ass stories. Because all I hear, I'll speak for myself, is self-hate. Gang, sex is natural. Sex is fantastic. Shuck, if you're listening to this, you already know it. Sex is an important part of who we are. No fuck faces is not everything, but it's a big part. I don't know about you guys. Uncle Bobby loves to do some fucking from time to time, right? It feels good to do some fucking. Everyone should do some fucking, including but not limited to my LGBTQ plus family members. But no, 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 no. Some are so desperate to fit in that they will deny a natural impulse and then turn around and tell other gay and lesbian people, you can do it too. Yeah, shut the fuck up. That is a dangerous mindset because they love to flaunt these success stories, quote unquote. But again, what they never do reports on, hmm, I wonder why. It's the gay person who went to bed on Monday begging God to take the urges to suck a dick away from him. Dude's name is Frank. Frank wants to suck dick. You want to know why Frank wants to suck dick? It makes Frank happy to juggle another man's nuts all in his mouth. Frank wakes up on Tuesday. He still wants to suck a dick, but he also still wants to fit in with this fucked up ass religious group. And you guys know how sometimes these stories end. Frank is so discouraged that he can't get the gay out because you can't. Sometimes Frank does something that he can't take back. So well, let's cure it. let's see if there's any uh, capitalism. That was a really long ass intro, wasn't it, gang? Okay. Okay, pause the tape. So what you guys can't, again, this is what's going to be really good when I buy that screen. Now, y'all can see what it is I'm seeing instead of my dumbass over here trying to describe it. Okay, so it's a TikTok video. So, so it looks like it's a former gay person pretty much singing the praises on how God saved them from the horrible sin of wanting to juggle another man's nuts all in your mouth. Fuckface Daily Disciple is sitting here looking at this video with a look of satisfaction on his face. Roll the tape. The reality is, is that a lot of progressive Christians look at this as a tragedy. They see him as not stepping into who he was made to be. But this man is flipping the script. No temptation has overtaken you that is common to man. God is faithful. Pause the tape. One, that's First Corinthians. I knew that before he fucking flashed the bullshit on the screen. Two, Papa wants to go outside. Three, gang, are you guys still, are you guys aware 
know what y'all called them, but them turlet cakes, you hang them on the side of your turlet, right? You, you can take 77 shits in there. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. And it like sanitizes your water and shit. Gang, I haven't seen those things since I was a fucking kid. So I bought one and I put it in my turlet this morning. Gang, are they supposed to smell this fucking strong? My eyes are water. Maybe that's why I'm sad. Maybe it's not you, mom. Maybe it's the fucking turlet cake. What you guys call those fucked up ass, those little things that you hung off the edge of your turlet? You guys know what I'm talking about? I'm serious. I can smell it from here. My turlet's like 25 feet that way. But back on topic. So he's talking about, of course, you know, here's a success story about a gay person who turned over. Yeah, this is a rule that fucked up ass take. And he will not let you be tempted beyond your uh, yeah. ability. But with the temptation, he will provide a way of escape that you may be able to endure it. This fellow doesn't need to be defined by his sexual orientation or who he Pause the tape. He can go fuck himself. Honestly and truly. First and foremost, if there is a gay person watching this who, who's kind of going back and forth on the topic, let Uncle Bobby help you out. Don't go back and forth on the topic. Do you want to know why you're a dude and you find other dudes sexually attractive? Because you're fucking gay. Period. End of story. If you are a female and you look at that other female with sexual desire, you want to know why that is? Because you're lesbianic. Period. End of story. There's no Bible verse that's going to get that out of you. There's no meditation. Shut the fuck up. If you want to do some fucking and the person has the same junk in between their legs as you do, and if you got enthusiastic consent, you know what you should do? You should do some fucking. This is lethal information. Roll the tape. He's attracted to. He's decided to flip the script and say that does not define who I am. This applies to not only people that struggle with same-sex attraction, but anybody. And Pause the tape. That's what I'm talking about. Christians, why can't you just say the word fucking gay? Right? Well, he's struggling with the sin of same-sex attraction. Again, they make it sound like gingivitis or fucking bursitis or some shit. But that's the problem. Again, the moment your dad busts a nut inside of your mother, you are already a misdemeanor in the eyes of God. Then you're born. And now you have committed the biggest crime there is, and that is you're now alive. There's nothing that you can do that can make God happy. Nothing. Look that shit up. Not even what comes natural that apparently he programmed you to do, right? On Monday, I want to do some serious fucking. And if I even think about doing some serious fucking... Uh, that's a horrible thing because God's reading my mind. Those exact same thoughts 24 hours after, and it's someone with a different uh, set of junk that I've got, and we're wearing matching wedding rings, apparently now it's okay because, yeah, that makes sense. But again, yeah, Christians, when, when you make people's natural desires sound fucking terrible, then I guess they're fucking terrible. The sin of same-sex attraction. Grow up. Just say gay. Roll the tape. But he encountering their own sinful 
nature. It's about saying, hey, look, the world is telling me this is who I should be because it feels good, it feels natural, but who gets to define who I was meant to be? That's God. No, pause the tape, fuckface. You know who gets to define Robert motherfucking Reed? Robert motherfucking Reed, right? If God wants to say so on what goes on in this house, have his monkey ass come down here and chip in on some of these goddamn bills, right? Who gets to define who I am, what makes me happy? I do. This, this still gay, I don't care what he says, this gay dude that, that daily disciples all happy about, dude, let's call him John. John, you get to decide what makes you happy. What's going to make you miserable is living for someone that we can't even prove exists. Gang, I have always said, live your own life for you will certainly die your own death. Right? You're going to fuck around, live a life trying to make everyone else happy. And when they're pumping your monkey ass full of formaldehyde, give me a break. Live your own life. And if that includes wanting to sleep with someone of the same gender, do that shit. Don't, don't, don't fall for this garbage. Uh, roll the tape. God is welcoming, welcoming us today to step into a new identity because he has provided everything we need to escape the temptations. You know what? Pause the tape. Let me tell you guys something. If you look up the word imperfection in the English dictionary, you would see my face. I openly admit I am flawed in a motherfucker. I'm not ashamed of him. I'm also not proud of my flaws, but I work on my flaws. All that being said, if you don't like who I am at my core, you don't have to be around me. Matter of fact, it is my honor to tell you, get the fuck away from me. This is who I am. That goes for the Christian God, which I don't believe exists, fuck faces. Just in case a Christian hears this, oh, Robert Reed's mad at God, shut the fuck up. If you can't accept me for who and what I am, I invite you to exit stage left. You don't have to be around me. In this case, in this context, my sexual desires make up a portion of who I am. And if the Christian God is real and he thinks I'm a fucked up ass person because of what goes in my head, which makes my dick get all tingly and shit like that, you don't have to be a madman again. You make the rules, apparently, God. Please feel free to send me to hell to be tortured forever. Right? Enjoy Hitler's company. Right? Nigga, that fucker apparently said, Jesus, I'm sorry. Guess who's in heaven? You're going to send me to hell because I jerked off to BigBootyRedheads.com last night? Go fuck yourself. This is some bullshit. Roll the tape. We're not making it through this we experience. The beauty is, is that when you encounter Jesus, man, he transforms the way you see the world and those things that you once identified in, whether that was work, whether that was in who you were attracted to, whether that was in your, your talents and your gifts. Wait. You, you, you used to say that was who I was. That was who made up, made you whole in a sense. But now you're seeing the brokenness that that was, that that was incomplete, that that, that never would and will fulfill you. And now you see Christ welcoming you into something so, so much greater. No, 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 no. Pause the tape. Go fuck yourself, dude. Right? 
but but I guess it's better to identify yourself as someone who gets on their knees and juggles your God's nuts in your mouth, right? Again, there's a lot of things that define Robert motherfucking Reed. It's more than just my sexual urges. It's more than just what I used to do on a football field. It's more than just where I was born. It's more than just what I do for a job. There's a whole bunch of things that make up my identity and who I am as a person. But apparently that's not good enough because I don't identify as a Christian. Again, the only thing that seems to be important to these fuckfaces is that one label and that is Jesus Nut Juggler. I don't want to listen to any more of his bullshit, honestly and truly. Again, it's about another 90 seconds and something tells me it's just going to be Oh, oh God, are you going to tell me when you're going to come? Oh, you like your nuts? Right? But apparently every other label that identifies you, that's bad. But the one label that makes you fantastic, sexy, and vibrant is I'm a Christian. Okay, again, if it works for this fucker, knock yourself out. But gang, I still stand by what I said. When I talked about his uh, bullshit-ass video about jerking off. It won't be on his main laptop. It won't be on his iPad. There's a burner phone out there somewhere. With the nastiest internet porn history search you have ever seen. I can all but guarantee it. Again, you work this hard to not be human, you're hiding something. Alright gang, so the next one up. I'm not gonna lie. I picked this video for one reason and one reason. I'm starting to get powdered donuts, gang. Right now, ah, a whole bunch of my white followers were like, what the fuck is powdered donuts? For the handful of black followers I got, they just laughed. Gang, powdered donuts. I just belched. Powdered donuts is negroidal. For you got chap lips, right? You get that white ring around your lips. That's where it comes from. Looks like you've been eating powdered donuts, right? You're the one for Negroes. I can talk about this. I've got lots of black friends. Is when your legs are ashy, right? Looks like you've been uh, kicking flour or you've been playing in a fireplace. Gang, we Negroes, we are full of a whole bunch of fucking metaphors and euphemisms. You got no idea. Get yourself some black friends. We can learn you a lot. Back on topic. Okay. The one reason why I clicked on this next video. I'm not going to lie. I have got the world's biggest crush on Sarah Silverman. I have no idea why. I cannot put my finger on it. Or maybe just because she is. I think she is mind-blowingly attractive and sexy as fuck. I would I would sit and watch a two-hour movie of Sarah Silverman, quite simply put, reading the yellow pages. And I would, bravo, bravo. I love Sarah Silverman. Now, gang, I should have deleted my Twitter account when this happened because like it doesn't get any better than this. I don't remember what I tweeted, but I bullshit you not. Sarah Silverman liked it. Then I was like, because I was like, Wait, Sarah Silver? Is that? No. Gang. It was the Sarah Silverman. 
I, I'm off of Twitter. I, I, what the fuck else do I need in my life? One of my biggest crushes just saw my Twitter timeline. And that was like when I had like 500 followers, maybe. Holy shit. So I'm not going to lie. I picked this video, quite simply put, because Sarah Silverman's on it. So the title, does anyone know anyone from Granger, Texas? Me need I tell you, no one gets more scam phone calls than me. Okay, back on topic. Famous comedian, insane rant against God. This ought to be real good, right? It's got a picture of Sarah on it, so I really don't give a shit. Is there capitalism? Yep, there's capitalism. For StreamYard. I use StreamYard. Oh my goodness. Do I have a video for you today? Thanks so much for tuning back in. My name is Isaac David, and this is The Daily Disciple. Pause the tape. Of course his name is Isaac fucking David because Christianity. Why did I... What, 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 what could be more obvious, right? Joseph Jesus, right? Give me a break, right? Yahweh Solomon. But how did I not know this fucker's name was Isaac fucking David? Roll the tape. Help you follow Jesus daily. Today, man, I saw... Okay, so here's the story. I was scrolling Twitter as I sometimes do. I try not to do it as much recently with um, all the stuff that's been going on. And this would apply for the last pretty much year. There's been a lot of stuff going on. But anyway, I was scrolling uh, Twitter and there was this clip of a famous comedian, Sarah Silverman, um, talking about hell. So you know me. I'm always looking for content to talk about or, you know. Makes two of us. Can't blame him for that. Or whatever. React to it. So I thought today let's uh, watch this video together and see uh, see what she has to say about hell and heaven and all okay. that stuff. Um, but before we watch that video, I just want to give a huge shout out to everyone on oh. Patreon. It is because of your support that I'm able to continue to do this. I love Okay, one pause to take. Fuck this dude for talking shit about Sarah fucking Silverman. Two, this fucker's got a Patreon account. That that kind of scares me. I'm not going to lie. Right? Again, people pay money for him to tell them you're a sack of shit. Oh, you're thinking about touching yourself in your swimsuit area? Don't you dare, you filthy bastard. So again, that's, wow. Maybe Uncle Bobby should get a Patreon. Seriously. By the way, I'm about 300 followers short of taking my first step towards monetization. So I want to say thank you to everybody. I'm not even close to bullshit when I tell you. I would love this to be my full-time job. Right? I told you. Now, I pretty much can. I think I have enough in my uh, Anchor account. To just go get a screen so we can start doing a split screen on this show. But, yeah, if this fucker's got a Patreon, Uncle Bobby may have to get himself a fucking Patreon. I'm not going to pump his shit. I'm going to fast forward. Hold on. This thing, it's heard. It sounds like a lot of sex humor and um, kind of unfunny jokes. And she just sounds kind of crude. And, yeah. Okay, pause the tape already. Okay. So he's describing her comedy. Kind of crude. There's some sex jokes. Translation, I have listened to every single comedy concert she has ever ripped. Garen fuck. Again, he's 23 years old. Give me a break. Look at buddy. 
Podcast, you can't see him. But uh, the Q-tip, he wants center stage. Roll the tape. Oh, not my thing. You want water? Uh, not my get... thing. Here you go. Um, but Try she is very famous, and I think she's been in a couple movies. And she does have a podcast, and on this podcast, uh, she likes to spell. Buddy was thirsty. Numerous things, um, and I don't blame her for that. Drink some water, dude. Interesting entertainment, I guess. Um, you got to pay the bills, and you got to entertain people. So you know, whatever. But uh, so she talked about hell, and I'm thinking. Let's watch it now. And there is no hell. I agree. There's no heaven or it depends on what your definition of heaven is or what your definition of hell. But in terms of like the fiery pits of hell, if you're in the range of my voice right now and you're someone who believes and fears hell, let me release you of that fear right now. There is no hell. I promise you. I promise you. I mean, what do I know? But I believe it with my whole heart. I mean, I I was in New York before COVID. I was in New York and uh, some kids were leaving. A Catholic school had just let out and they were leaving with their, you know, the kids were walking out of the school and I couldn't help myself. I go, there's no hell. And one boy looked back, he goes, what? I go, I'm, I'm, I'm an adult and I'm telling you I promise you, there is no help. Okay, pause the tape. If you didn't notice, I let that run a little bit, right? I, I normally pause the tape. I'm just looking at Sarah Silverman. Now, gang, I'm just going to go out on a limb and guess that the fuckface from Daily Disciple is getting ready to follow my future ex-wife, Sarah Silverman, and say some real fucked up ass shit like, don't worry, kids. Don't worry. No, 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 no. The Jewish lady's wrong, okay? There, don't don't worry. Don't worry. There's definitely a place. There's definitely a place where you're going to go and you're going to be tortured forever. Okay, don't worry. She's wrong. This, just roll the tape. And the friend I was with said, you can't tell other people's kids there isn't hell. I was like, I guess, but like, I don't know. What, am I ruining hell for them? But if you are listening to me and you fear hell, please let me release you of it. And I promise you're not going to be a crueler person because you don't believe in hell. Right. It feels good to be good. It feels good to be kind. You know, you're still going to make the same mistakes either way. Right, right. But I promise you that if there's hell... May God strike me dead right now. In Right now. Pause the tape. That's very common amongst us snarky-ass atheists. Right? Hold on, I'm about to belch. That is belch. Hashtag professional. That's very common amongst us snarky-ass atheists. For those, if there's a Christian watching, thank you so much. Let me explain that. You hear all the time... I touched my tit, there was a lump, that was Monday, I prayed, got up, by Tuesday morning, there's no lump, I don't have breast cancer. I prayed for my favorite football team to win, they won. Where are my car keys? I prayed, right? Apparently, God can answer those prayers right away. One thing he can't do is this right here. Now, if you guys are thinking it's a little bit extreme of an example, let me tell you this. I remember it was my first, it's how I met Peter. 
for my main man, Peter. How me and Peter became brothers, not even friends, fucking brothers, is we were on the same show with fuckface S.J. Thomason, the creature. And we were about halfway through, and her and Heather, who I like, not S.J., though. She fucked, and it was like, it's my job to, you know, what does God have to do? To prove that it's like, it's not my job. And they just wouldn't let it go. No, no, no. Tell me what. I'm not defining a God. I'm not saying that a God exists. Buddy, walk it off, dude. Wait, maybe it has to be. Ah. So, it's like, I'm not defining a God. So, no, but they wouldn't let it go. So, my thing was. Okay, fine. Fuck faces. Have God ring my doorbell. And I gave a random time. Let's say 117 and 13 seconds. Have God ring my doorbell at 117 and 13 seconds. Make God a redhead. You know what they said? <laughs> no, no, no. God can't. It's like, no, 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 no. Fuck faces. You said it's my job to say what it would take for me to believe in a God. I just told you. Well, Robert, you know, God's not going to... Go fuck yourself. Right? So right there. May God strike me again. In the Old Testament, the first commandment, right? I am the Lord your God. You will have no other gods before me. You know, that was punishable by death. And it was, a, is it a third or the fourth? That you will not take the Lord's name in vain? Also, in Old Testament rule, punishable by death. Okay. Fuck face. I just said your name. I dared you to strike. I'm oh, just joking. Fuck faces. She's still alive. Right? Let's see what he's got to say about it. Roll the tape. See? No God. All right. Oh my goodness. Let's hear what he has to say. Can you believe that? Oh yeah. Okay, there's so much in that. There's so much. Oh my goodness, there's so much in that. Let's start at the beginning. She says, "I promise you, there is no hell." That's what she says. She she believes it with all her heart. She wants to release us from this bondage of believing that there is a hell. And I think she might come from maybe the background even of seeing people use use hell as kind of a disciplinary tool, like. Timmy, don't don't be bad, Timmy. There's, you know, you don't want to go to hell, Timmy. So be a good little boy, Timmy, and all that kind of. Pause the tape. I think he's getting ready to set up this bullshit because fuckface S.J. Thomason did this, right? Because I told her about what happened to me in Sunday school when I was a kid. I asked the Sunday school teacher what did Noah do with all the poop. It's a logical question. Thousands of animals, four people, a boat the size of a football field, one window. What did you do with it all? And the answers they gave me were just so unsatisfactory, I kept asking. So the teacher's answer was, if you keep this up, you're going to go to hell and you're going to be tortured forever. But the cherry on top of the fuck you Sunday... And I'll never forget she told me this. You will never see your mother ever again. 
Like, that's nice. You know what I said after that? What do you do with all the poop? You know what they did? She kicked me out. She made me sit outside until it was time to go to the regular church service with everybody else. What a bitch. I told that to SJ. He's like, oh, that was, uh, she used hell to thread you. Shut the fuck up. What the hell else do you do with hell other than use it as a threat? Again, carrot or the stick. Gank buddy is all the way in the corner. He really is enjoying his new life. I'm not even close to bullshitting. He loves his new life. He really does. Now he's just sniffing and he's exploring. Because it's not 9,000 degrees right now. Again, if you don't like the Q-tip, unsubscribe and go get therapy. What is wrong with you? Okay, I'm going to look at Buddy. Let's just roll this fucked up ass tape. So maybe that's kind of the angle that she she's going at and she talks about this like Catholic school and she's yelling, Can you imagine that? Like you're just a little kid and some... Well, ladies just laying, there's no hell. There's like, oh my God, no, traumatizing, number one. Also just weird on her part. Like, why do you care so much? Okay, pause the tape. So it's traumatizing to tell school children, don't worry, there is no place where you're going to be tortured. For okay, huh, huh. I did a video on this, right? And it was about fuck face. Pope, go fuck yourself the 19th, right? And this little boy was like seven years old. And it was like, Pope, fuck face. My father just died. My father was a good man, but he didn't believe in God. Now the, you know, you lived in Italy. So I mean, the culture is rich, right? And he's like, but Pope, fuck face. My father, you know, because my mother was a Christian, sent us to Sunday school and to church and everything else like that. But he just died, Pope fuckface. And gang, the boy was crying. And Pope fuckface sat the boy on his lap. Yeah, because that's safe. And he told him, little boy, and it took him like five minutes to get to the part to where he assured him, your father isn't being tortured forever. And you read the comments. He's like, oh, Pope fuckface. Oh, you're the best, Pope fuckface. You reassured that boy that his dad isn't being tortured. And I'm like, wait, is that what you saw? That boy was brought up to believe that if you don't believe in God, you're going to get hurt. And he was crying while sitting on the lap of the leading pedophile the world has ever known. And Pope Fuckface had to reassure him. That your dad isn't being tortured. Gang, do you think that really relieved that boy's pain and suffering? No. And Daily Disciple is making a crack out of that. Again, he's literally saying, don't worry, kids. Don't you worry. There's definitely a hell for people to be tortured in. Sleep better. And then he finished it off with, why do you care? Again, that is what you sound like when you've taken your privilege for granted. Christians, if you kept that shit to yourself, you probably wouldn't hear people like Sarah Silverman talk about it. You wouldn't hear me talk about it. But that shit is shoved in our face. I still get it. I told y'all. I can't make groceries sometimes. Sorry, that way. But that grocery store, 
without some fucking 12-year-old holding a sign, literally calling me a sodomite faggot, and telling me I'm going to burn in hell. I posted pictures on my Twitter account to show you I wasn't even close to bullshit. But this asshole wants to know why we care so much. Roll the tape. You know, like... So she, she obviously, you know, she has something, she has some sort of knowledge above everybody else that she knows. She knows there's no hell. So she wants to just graciously release you from it. Well, if we're looking in the Bible, Romans 1 talks about the fact that everyone knows God exists. They simply suppress that truth and unrighteousness. Okay, pause the tape. If you look in Robert Reed's unwiped asshole, Robert Reed's unwiped asshole says... Every Christian is just talking out the side of their fucking neck. Robert Reed's asshole says, you don't believe this. You don't believe this. You're just too chicken shit to stand on your own two fucking feet and face reality. I would say, how do you like how your own bullshit tastes? But you like it. Because now you get to say you're being persecuted. Again, there's no winning with people who already think that they're hot steaming piles of monkey shit. Gang, roll this fucked up ass tape. I can't stand this motherfucker. And obviously, Sarah, if she was hearing this or watching this video now, she would think that was absolutely idiotic. But it doesn't change the truth. And you know what's scary to me? Like, you know what? It makes me see God as so much more glorious and gracious. Even in just that video, like, somebody that just was putting out on the air for thousands of people to watch, just said there is no hell, and said, God strike me dead. Could you imagine that? Like, can you imagine that? Like, and just the graciousness of God to let her continue to live, right? This is the God of the universe. Pause the tape. When I was returning a text, Two, fuck you. That's abusive language. That's coming out of the mouth of an expert. And by expert, I mean a 26-year veteran of the martial arts game. Seven-degree black belt in Kajikimbo. Six-degree black belt in Shinjumatsu. Been teaching women self-defense close to probably 17, 18 years. That's abusive language. How gracious of God not to kill her on the spot. I'm going to rewind that. On the air for thousands of people to watch just said there is no hell and said, God strike me dead. Could you imagine that? Like, can you imagine that? Like, and just the graciousness of God to let her continue to live right this is the god of the universe pause the tape now i'm getting pissed off versus sad that my mom is gone <laughs> okay this is exactly what i deal with at work there is no difference between that and bitch, you need to be happy. I even piss in the same house you do. Huh? Where are you going to go? 
Who's going to want your funky ass, huh? I married you and you had two of them fucking kids. Your son's a piece of shit. Oh, what? Say something. You don't know? You don't think I don't know where your slut daughter hangs out, huh? You don't think I won't get to her next? Thank me. Thank me right now, bitch. Thank me. That's what I hear at work. That's what I just heard on this fucking videotape. How gracious that God did not end her life. How gracious that God didn't commit a 187 on the spot. Christians, and you wonder why people call you a fucking death cult. In that one I just belched, hashtag unprofessional. Pause that tape, in that tape. I don't want to hear anything else from this piece of shit. Gang, at the end of the day, his mission, don't worry, kids, don't worry. There is definitely a torture, don't worry. I'm going to put your mind at ease. Yeah, that, that crazy bitch, don't worry. There's definitely a place where you're going to be tormented forever and ever and ever. And don't worry, don't worry, that place is real. But, just so you know, okay, I want you to look at her talking about those fucking kids. Now, those kids, she tried to make sleep easy by saying, don't worry, there's no torture pit. But, I just made you feel better because it's definitely a torture pit. It's definitely a torture pit. Now, just notice how nice God was that he didn't murder her on the spot. She should be thankful that God didn't kill her. Gang, that's abusive language. That is straight up abusive language. If you had a kid or if you yourself heard your spouse or someone like that talk to you in that fashion, you know what you would do? You would call someone with my qualifications. Again, gang, love does not hurt. Love does not hurt. And if you ever find yourself in a position to where you have to <coughs> where you have to thank someone for not hurting you, you're in an abusive relationship. Fuck all the bullshit. And this is why I've got gin in conversation. I, I will not entertain a Christian apologist. Because right now, someone like a fuck face Frank Turk would say, if there is no God, what's wrong with an abusive relationship? Please go fuck yourselves. Now, getting the last one up, this is somewhat of a repeater. I think, I think I've talked about this before. But, again, these stories that you hear Christians set, talk about, you know, I, I, I was the only Christian at where XYZ plays, and I was just sitting there <clears throat> reading my Bible, and an atheist came and hit me in my kneecaps with a baseball bat. I'm like, what? Really? Right? Uh, you know, there was some atheist right in there. Hey, I'm so depressed. Christians, again, go fuck yourself when you talk about mental health. Please go fuck yourself. I'm just, I just got no reason to live in. Oh, where's, where's my mirror? Oh, I've got a mirror here. And I just, oh, 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 I don't know where this cocaine came from. Okay, so, oh, oh a razor blade. I don't understand. Okay. My life is just so meaningless. I just, I hate my life. I just, uh, I just hate my life. I hate my life. I just, 
I don't understand. This is this is no, this is pure Colombian yayo. I just hate my life. I just okay. I'm gonna put my mirror down. I'm gonna make perfect six lines here. Okay, okay. Is there a dollar bill? I just I hate my life and I just no. This is oh, oh I just I'm gonna snort this until I die. No, I just hate my wait. Wait, are you a Christian? Are you what? Are you a Christian? I, wait, Jesus told me I'm a sinner? I deserve life? Shut the fuck up! Right? I've never actually bumped coke before. You know that? You know why? Other than I don't have a desire? When you are wound as tight as I am, when you are as angry at being alive as I am, the last thing you need is a drug that winds you up even more. Back on topic. All these stories, th these fantastic stories that... Oh, oh, Fuckface Paul Washer. I've even done a story on him. If Christianity was ambient, it would be fucking Paul Washer. I'm Paul Washer. I'm a Christian apologist. Don't you want to follow me? Don't don't go to hell. Don't don't go to hell. I remember doing a fucking story on that fuck knuckle. And again, he was on an airplane. I'm trying to remember the whole fucking story, but it was all kinds of fucked up, right? And he's on this fucking airplane, and of course, he's sitting next to like a fucking atheist because yeah, we just come right out and identify. I'm an atheist, and he was like sitting on the fucking airplane, right? And the atheist apparently took his dick out and took a piss on him. They just started punching him in his fucking face, right? Hit, monk, hit his monkey ass like the fucking people's elbow and shit. Paul Washer, of course, had no reaction. Then, I remember, the atheist got off the plane and, of course, went straight to a bar. He actually said, the atheist went straight to a bar. Because, yeah, that's about right for the story. And he didn't even bother getting a tumbler, right? He just sat there. Where's my fucking alcohol, right? He just sat there with like, and after like his ninth bottle, like fucking straight alcohol, he's sitting there having a conversation with himself, right? Well, I don't know. Should I get like the 13-year-old Ty Hooker or should I get like the 15-year-old from like Dallas, Texas? I can't decide. And then Paul Washer walks up. And the eighth is like, I don't understand. You never got mad at me when I was like, I hate Christianity. And he was like, oh, I just want to be a perfect vessel of Jesus. Then what happened? Then, of course, the eighth is like, please convert me to Christianity. Gang, every time a Christian tell these stories, I'm like, who the fuck believes that? Then I remember I was once a Christian and I would have bitten all this shit. Now, I think this is a repeater. But here's Fuckface Daily Disciple. And it's entitled, An Atheist Confronted Me in Public. Roll the tape. No, oh, volume, volume, volume. Me being an 
introvert and homebody, but I wandered out of my house to have a good conversation with my friend, but something crazy happened. But before I get to that, I just want to give a huge shout out to my patrons on Patreon. Patreon is a way that people can support me in this ministry monthly. If you want to head on over to patreon.com slash daily underscore disciple to help support me monthly, that would be amazing. Thank you to all the people that are there. Link in bio if you want to join. So like I said, I had gone out with my friend for coffee. Um, we were sitting outside and just talking about life, talking about um, Christianity and whatever, you know, it was a good conversation. I hadn't seen him in a long time. And all of a sudden, a biker, uh, like somebody in a motorcycle, pulled up in the parking lot. Pause the tape, because of course it has to be a biker, right? It couldn't be, oh, someone with a very expensive three-piece suit and argyle socks walked out of a Mercedes S-Class holding onto a briefcase. No, of course it has to be a biker. Because atheism. Roll the tape. And went inside. We were sitting on the outside patio. We thought nothing of it. Um, at that point, I guess we were talking about um, say, you know, how people get saved and evangelism and, and all that. And so it was interesting because he came out. And, you know, it's kind of an older guy. He's got a big beard. He's got one of those kind of biker vests on with all the different patches and the things on the back. Pause the tape, gang. I'm willing to bet you my next five consecutive paychecks. This bullshit never happened. Of course, it's a fucking biker with a leather vest with the patches and the big beard. If this guy said he was using a toothpick to get fresh baby meat out from between his teeth because he just ate a live baby, I would be officially not shocked. Roll the tape. And he came out and he looked right at us and he said, so you guys are the converters, which, you know, caught me off guard a little bit. But I said, uh, you, we're just Christians, <laughs> you know, and he said, pause the tape because buddy, where are you going, dude? This buddy's got to answer this man. Let me put him over here because yeah, that's how every atheist, you know, starts a conversation, right? It's not, hi, my name is Jim. We are always immediately confrontational, trying to suppress Christianity. We always have something insulting to say because atheism. Roll the tape. I used to be a Christian for 25 years. And I was very involved with the church. I was very, very highly ranked in the church. I'm like, okay, dude, this is not the Masons here, okay? This is not Mormonism. You're not ranked anyway. Um, so he's like, yeah, I'm highly ranked in the church um, for 25 years. But six years ago, I left Christianity. And now I'm a devout atheist. And he began to walk away. And I was thinking, you can't just come up and say that to us and expect to get away with it. So pause the tape because yeah, that's exactly what we do, right? Atheists, don't we always confront a Christian, drop an insult and then just turn around and walk away because that's exactly what atheism is. Christians go fuck yourselves. Roll the tape to draw him back into the conversation so i said okay what led you to become an atheist and he came back it seemed like he didn't expect the question 
but he was very um, hostile. This was something that he was very angry about. Pause the tape, because of course, of course he ate this. Let me move this fucked up ass table. Because, gang, this was the first purchase after my divorce. Just so you know, I will never get rid of this fucking table, right? So the former kitchen table was like a mile long. I always hated it, and I don't have the world's biggest kitchen, right? I got rid of that table, and the first thing I did, I took my monkey ass to Target. This thing is like 50 bucks. If you were to take like four checkered boards and fold them out, that's what how big this is. I love this table. This is literally the first thing I bought 11 years after my ex-wife left. I love this table. Back on topic. So, hold on. Well, I got... Oh, and he basically... And he came back. It seemed like wait, he went back into the conversation. So, I said... I, I lost my place. Atheists. And he began to walk away. And I was thinking, wait, you can't just come up and say that to us. And yeah, 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 yeah. I'm licking your balls. I lost my place talking about my divorce table. Back on topic. So, yeah, because that's exactly what we atheists do, right? We drop a bomb, we turn around, we walk away because that's really what atheists are taught to do, right? So, again, gang, this story happened about as much as me running the Iron Man in Hawaii just 24 hours ago. Again, I would like to say this is sitting on some bullshit and who bites on it? 15 years ago, I would have bitten on this fucking story. I guarantee it. That's how big of a Christian I was. Roll the tape. Expect to get away with it. So I wanted to draw him back into the conversation. So I said, okay, what led you to become an atheist? And he came back. It seemed like he didn't expect the question, but he was very um, hostile. This was something that he was very angry about. And he basically got real close to... Pause the tape. Of course, he was very hostile and very angry, wearing a fucking leather vest, no t-shirt, just got off a 1974 Harley Davidson that was polluting the fucking environment. <laughs> Christian, seriously, go fuck yourself. Seriously, go fuck yourself. He was hostile. He was angry. And he started out a conversation by quick, simply saying, fuck Christianity. Because that's what every atheist always does. Roll the tape. Both, you know, our, our table. And he said, God is evil. God is hateful. God is a murderer. God is just wicked. I would never serve an evil God like that. And to me... That's a telltale sign that there's some there's some other stuff going on in his heart. Like an atheist that says, oh, I don't believe that God exists. And all of a sudden starts saying how terrible and evil and hateful God is. Um, that tells me that some other things are at work. Okay, pause the date. He's painting the picture that atheists are atheists because something bad happened to us. Okay. Again, if there's a Christian listening, write this shit down. I think Lex Luthor is a piece of shit. I also think the Joker is a really bad fucking person. I don't believe Lex Luthor exists, nor do I believe in the Joker. So when an eight is like, cause again, this totally happened, but when an atheist says 
God is evil, blah, 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 and all the good stuff. We are describing the God character that was presented to us. Now, we can present the exact same, let's say there's 10 attributes. Gang, God, look at my eyes. I have been crying all day long. Holy shit. But thank y'all. You, you guys give me a reason to do this show. And it's a positive distraction. I love you guys. Back on topic. So when we sit here and we describe, if there's 10 like characteristics of the Christian God, Christians and atheists will agree on all 10. Except when the Christian gets down to the bottom line of those 10, they say, that's fucking fantastic. Atheists will say, that's all kinds of fucked up. So when we sit here and we say, God is a murderer, God is evil, God is capricious, blah, 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 blah. we're describing the God character. We're not admitting that your God exists, right? We are talking about the Christian God's character. Period in the story, just like I think the Joker and Harley Quinn are all kinds of fucked up. Doesn't mean I believe in them. I'm talking about the character that the DC Comics put forth. Roll the date. You'd expect an atheist to say, Oh, well, I just don't believe, yeah, God, to be, you know, here. I don't think he exists. I, I don't think, you know, the evidence shows that, but it's not that. It goes right to accusations against God. So where do we go from here? So one of his accusations against God was that God condoned slavery. And so, you know, I could get into, I was thinking, oh, maybe. Pause your tape. He's about to go into Christian apologetic mode. I'm going to give him an Earl Campbell level stiff arm. The Christian God 100% condones slavery. If he's going to go into indentured servitude, it was the right thing to do, blah, 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 blah. Can it? The Bible condones slavery, period, end of story. Everything else is Frank Turkian level fucking lying and apologetics. Roll the tape. We'll get into kind of the, the argument about uh, bond servants and how it was more in the, at least in terms of that um, relationship between master and slave, it was, it was like, so you can get in on a job basically. And yes, there was absolutely like forced slavery and all that, but God did not condone any. Pause the tape. That's not true. That's not true. Because the Christian God said, if you beat your slave, and they can get up in a day or two. They are good. To, they are to go back to work, for they are your property. That describes slavery. If you can make concessions on how badly you can beat somebody, that is slavery. The Christian God also says, if you beat a slave so bad that their eyeball flies, uh, falls out, that's the person you're supposed to cut loose. Now. If the eyeball stays in, they're supposed to get up and go to work the next day. If you make special parameters, can you have any idea how hard you have to hit someone for their fucking eyeball to fall out of their skull? The Christian God made concessions on how hard you can beat someone before you as a slave owner are punished. Because if you don't cross that line, 
that slave is to get up and go back to work for you. How hard is it just to say, don't own another person as fucking property? I'm a brain damaged C student and a dumb jock of a fucking football player. I just said it. The creator of everything, allegedly, could not come up with that. Christians, please go fuck yourself. Roll the tape. We're not making it through this. We're not making it through. I was thinking about all these different things that I could say to him, but then I wanted to, then I was thinking, you know, let's get to the heart of what he's saying. He's making these accusations against God. He's using his moral standard to make accusations against God where God has the foundation of morality, what is right and wrong. He's abandoned God. Pause the tape. I, I think I did a show on this just yesterday. Christians, stop. I mean, shut the fuck up. Instead of addressing rape, pedophilia, slavery, your, your, your kind of gotcha is, well, if there is no God, what's wrong with slavery? That, that's your gotcha? That's your go-to? Right? Well, he's using his own, you know, subjective morality to say that slavery's bad. Blah, 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 blah. But you still have not addressed your God saying you can beat someone until their eyeball falls out. Gang, I cannot believe I used to be a Christian. Yes, I can. I was born and raised in the early 70s in the fucking South. Yeah, we're not making this fucking tape. Just roll the tape. Roll the tape. And now he's still making these accusations against God because why? I don't know. So I asked him, what's your foundation for right and wrong? That's the foundation of what he's saying. He said, oh, you know what? It's kind of just in you. You just kind of know. And I said, okay, well, did God put that in you? He's like, oh, no, 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 God, no, God, no, no, no. And, and so I was like, okay, where do you, where do you get this morality? You're making all these accusations against God. You've a pause the tape for the one billionth time. Fuck face daily design. No matter where you are in the United States, there is a Division I college at minimum an hour's drive from you. Gang, I live in Austin, Texas. In order for me to get, and this is absolutely true, in order for me to get to the University of Texas at Austin from my house, there's St. Ed's. There's three Austin Community College uh, campuses. Ah, huh? What's the one right next to uh, Concordia? In order for me to get to a Division One school and talk to a sociologist, I literally have to pass at least four other either D two schools or junior colleges. Every single last one of them has a sociologist on the fucking campus sociology the study of human behavior so this fucked up ass oh well, where do you get it from do you get it from god shut the fuck up gang fuck the daily disciple fuck the daily disciple roll the tape 
abandon the Bible, abandon the Ten Commandments, any standard that that would be that would be foundational here, there. You've oh, Papa! So what are you left Papa! with? And he said, "Oh, well, you kind of find it from culture." In that moment, he kind of looked at me, and I could see that he wasn't ready to make that argument. It was, he knew that it was not a really um, a, a particularly good argument, and he abandoned it very quickly. He said. He kind of reverted it back to, well, but look at all the evil stuff that God did. He didn't want to answer the question because he knew without God, from an atheistic worldview, you're really left with nothing to stand on from a moral... Pause the tape. Again, Christians, it's no wonder you fuck faces win all the debates. How many times must it be said that there is no atheistic point of view? Oh, you want to argue? Okay. Tell me how much your non-belief in Zeus affects your life. Tell me. Okay, because that is exactly how much my non-belief in your God affects my... Look at Papa. Gang, this is very... Podcasters, you can't see him. But uh, for those of you old enough, you guys remember the 1977 Jaws, the movie poster and the book with the lady swimming... And jaws going straight up. That's what Papa just did to me. Again, this is the most cuddly motherfucker I've ever spent around in my life. But back on topic. There's no such thing as an atheistic point of view. Christians, if you ever, again, if you ever talked to us instead of at us and for us, you would finally learn that very simple lesson. Roll the tape. If we're just primordial ooze, oh, I, if we're just it, stardust, oh, here we go. animals, it, that, that doesn't uh, produce any kind of should or should not morality from an atheistic worldview is just completely subjective. Gang, pause the tape in the tape. I can, it's the same shit coming out of a different booty hole every fucking time. And Christians, you can go fuck yourselves. Okay, again, this bullshit... Moist robot, I hate the word moist, moist robots, stardust, this is why this guy is getting dangerously close to the same level of fuck fitness as fuckface Frank Turner. Gang, Uncle Bobby's only giving you one big motherfucking problem, but before he gets into that, thank you guys so much. Honestly and truly, thank you guys so much. Today blows. And again, for those of you, oh, here comes the Jaws poster. For those of you who know what I'm going through, because you've gone through it yourself, again, you just wake up one day and you realize your mother's gone. And it hurts. And then you realize there's nothing you can do about it, but just get to the next moment. It blows. And I miss my mom. I just miss my mom. So thank you for listening to me babble. Also, yeah. So for those of you who have donated to uh, the podcast, thank you so fucking much. I'm going to use that money to buy another screen to go side by side so that we can start watching the likes of a fuckface daily disciple together. Because we need to suffer as a team team uncle bobby 
Let's do this together. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for donating to the Anchor Podcast. Gin and Truth, Spotify, Apple, all that other all that other bullshit. But back to the one motherfucking problem. So you know Uncle Bobby's always gonna give you a motherfucking solution. Daily Disciple, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, dude. Again, you are, in my defini- by my definition, a fucking predator. You are good looking, you are handsome, you're soft-spoken, you're self-deprecating. I just belch, hashtag unprofessional. You are the personification of what happens when you can stab someone from six inches versus 60 feet. Fuck you. Making everyone feel close and comfortable just so you can tell them that they're hot steaming piles of monkey shit. And that's just Christianity. So I think the first one up was about how progressive Christians, secular humanists, how much we hate this message. And you're right. Again, if you were born a dude and you identify as being a dude and you want to juggle another man's nuts all in your mouth or if you want to pound someone's booty hole like fucking veal cutlet, you should do that. You want to know why it makes you happy. If you were born a woman and you identify as a woman and you want to fucking bump some clams because you like the taste of a JJ, you know what you should do? You should fucking do that. You want to know why? Because it makes you happy. Pray to a God or you want. And for all the success stories, you will soon find out that there's no success in that story. You're just torturing yourself. There's nothing wrong with your sexual urges. If everyone who's getting ready to go into that bedroom is on the up and up with what's about to go down. You know what Uncle Bobby says? High five. Go bust a nut for me. And when it's my turn to do a little fucking, I'm going to bust a nut for you. Because the world is better when people are happy. And I don't know about you guys, but nothing makes me happier than busting a nut. So his first video was just sitting on some bullshit. Now getting the second video was famous comedian insane rant against God. First and foremost, I love Sarah Silverman. Secondly, go fuck your God. Now, again, all Sarah Silverman said was, don't worry, breathe easy, there is no torture pit. Fuckface Daily Disciple came up behind her and said, don't worry, don't you worry, there's a torture pit. Now, don't you feel better? Again, that was nothing more than abusive language. Again, that's not my opinion. That's a fact. Isn't Shouldn't Sarah Silverman be happy that God didn't kill her on the spot? Okay, that is what I get up in the morning and go to work and deal with on a daily basis. Again, they're... they're all that was, was abusive language. The only difference between Ike Turner and Yahweh, the pronouns. That's it. Period in the story. Sarah wanted to make fee- people feel good. 
and assure them that there is no torture pit. And Daily Disciple came up behind her and said, don't you worry, kiddos. There's definitely a place where you can go where you can get fucked up for an eternity. And you Christians wonder why we call you a fucking uh, death cult. Now getting last one up, lastly but not leastly, is of course these fucked up ass stories that Christians love to tell of an atheist who had nothing better to do on a Saturday afternoon but to beat you up, persecute you, and make you feel bad for your religious beliefs. Because that's exactly what we do. It was a biker and a leather vest with patches who came up uninvited and totally trashed their religious beliefs. But turns out he was mad at God. Blah, 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 blah. They make every atheist out to be the fuckface Kevin Sorbo character from the first God's Not Dead. Okay, I think I may watch God's Not Dead after this because I hate myself. Gang, to wrap this up, Daily Disciple, please go fuck yourself. And by Daily Disciple, I mean all the Christians who repeat these tired-ass talking Again, Christians, on this tip, it would do you better. And I mean a lot better. All of us, a lot better if for once in your fucking life, you would talk to us instead of for us and at us. You would probably come to understand that we see the world Probably slightly the same way. Oh, there's some notable exceptions. I think gay people are good to go. I think women should have the right to choose to do. Birthing people should have the right to do with their body. I mean, all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, I like it that you don't come and kick me in my dick. You like it that I don't come up in the morning and punch you in the fucking face. And that's a great foundation to start building a fucking basic relationship. We just need you guys to finally listen to what we say. Get off your script. Stop trying to win a debate. And if you actually want to learn, if you want to grow, you will listen to what we atheists actually have to say. If you're tired of us saying the same shit, you need to start understanding it's because we respond to the same shit. All right, gang. The big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.